We're excited to be joined by returning champion Christina Gomez from NLC South Texas. Frontera is back. She looks a little warmer than probably she would have been if we'd done this podcast about a week ago. Glad she's here and safe. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. All right, Christina, walk us through the last 10 days in, in Texas. How was it for you? Oh, man, it has been wild. Um, I live in Austin, and there's still a lot of Austin residents who don't have water, running water. Um, but that's a huge improvement from a few days ago when the vast majority of the city didn't have electricity or water. Um, it's pretty rough. Uh, I think any Texan that didn't know that we were on our own electrical grid separate of the rest of the country got up to speed pretty quickly and got pretty pissed pretty quickly. Um, there was just an incredible amount of suffering um, that was happening. It was awful. It was really sad. Um, but also an incredible amount of community building, right? And people coming together to aid each other, which is awesome. But, um, you know, you ask, where's the government in all of this when they have baseline responsibilities to citizens um, so that people aren't forced to rely on each other for basic human necessities? Um, but that's something we're dealing with now. The, the last week brought together lots of different folks from lots of different corners of Texas, helping neighbors find water and uh, safe places to stay. I heard a couple stories where friends who are Uber delivery drivers stayed with their customers because they couldn't, oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't make their way back up a hill. So they had to stay where they were, um, for days with strangers. And that was wild. Um, so it's a recovery started um, a couple of days ago, and there's a lots of water being distributed, but there's a long way to go and a lot of infrastructure issues to address and correct. So um, we're out of immediate danger, but there's a lot to be done. So I'm curious, I think I asked this when we chatted last week, but you know, here in California, there's a pretty high likelihood now that there'll be a recall campaign for our governor. That people are legit mad about COVID responses, um, not being in school, all these things that over time, the frustrations all build up. And he is is a, is a target of that anger. And one of those ways to target him is politically through a recall election. Do you feel like there's a similar momentum now or would be not necessarily an entire recall? I'm not sure Texas even does that, right? But like, there will be a reckoning, a holding to account of folks who just made bad decision after bad decision over 20, 30 years. And there's no windmills to blame. There's no solar panels to blame. These are like human decisions made by uh, a party with uh, a very set defined beliefs. Do you feel like this is a moment that things change or this is something that's forgot in the very quick memory hole that, that most folks have? Yeah, I hope it's something people don't forget. And I hope that progressives use it to leverage for change in their communities. Um, it's I think it's tricky to say because I think logically, yeah, you know, like, yes, we need to use this moment and hold people accountable and put new people into office who are going to put people first. Um, but Texas has a long and strange history of not taking these opportunities um, to do that. And a short memory. I mean, Eric, last week, Austin had nine, nine degree weather. And I think Saturday, the Saturday passed. It was 65 degrees. Like the weather in Texas was gaslighting Texas residents. <laughs> forget like what, how miserable the week before was. And everybody, I mean, 
with masks and being and trying to be COVID safe, at least everyone that I saw was out like it was a lovely spring day. And so it just reminds you how quickly people forget. Um, and I think a lot of people don't know who's responsible or what sort of like bodies are responsible for the situation. And this last week, the uh, state affairs and energy committees came together to hold hearings. And I listened in on a couple of them. And there was this one uh, conservative legislator from Corpus Christi who I thought asked the dumbest question. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I thought, like, am I dumb for not understanding how smart this question is or is this question actually dumb? He asked the energy representatives there, who was at fault? Give me a name. And I'm looking, I'm watching the video of this hearing and I'm like, there's not one person responsible for this. There's a whole slew of people and committees and Republicans who didn't pass laws time after time and regulations time after time in, in, in sessions past that put Texans in this very vulnerable position. So I was a little annoyed. I mean, I was a little annoyed at, at that. And the hearings have started and people are trying to, quote unquote, find answers. And I hope that they hold people accountable I mean, people died. There's terrible stories of children dying from hypothermia, freezing to death, trying to keep their younger siblings warm. And it's not right. What do you feel like, if there's anything to learn maybe from someone like AOC, right? Got a lot of press after the Ted Cruz shenanigans, and then she is able to come and organize and use her platform in a way that I think uplifted a lot of local voices and she didn't just come in and, and make it about herself, which we always appreciate when she when she's able to, to uplift other voices. Are there lessons to be learned from, from that experience? Yeah, I mean, I think that, one, I mean, everyone, everyone in Texas is appreciative of everybody who has sent some sort of relief this way, whether it be the plumbers that are coming from other unions outside of state to fix the pipes that are all burst um, or folks who sent money to various organizations and uh, mutual aid organizations to get water and food um, to people or put people in, in hotel rooms. Um, I think one thing that we saw is that money was getting directly to people instead of going to large organizations, which I think is a departure from what I've seen in the past. As somebody who works in fundraising professionally, we're always advocating that these large organizations are more efficient with dollars because they can move resources faster and they have staff. And there were certainly like large organizations in play, you know, American Red Cross and all of that. But there were smaller organizations that were making the use of the attention that they were getting, whether it was through AOC or other people like Beto had, you know, some stuff going. Um, and each of the council members and local legislators had things going that where they were supporting local organizations to get resources directly to people. Um, it's just, you know, it's really interesting because I thought it's amazing that AOC is tuned into like what is happening here and impossible to ignore the things like Ted Cruz, like the thing that Ted Cruz did going to Cancun, but like our attorney general was in Utah. Right. There's like, plenty of examples here. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of examples of how these folks sort of left Texans to fend for themselves. Um, yeah. Yeah. When we get back with Christina, we'll talk hopefully about some slightly happier news, NLC related and NLC Texas related. Thanks for tuning in this episode of The Zag. We'll be right back.
All right, so let's talk NLC Texas goodness. Give us a scoop on what is being planned. What is your master plan? Yeah, we're really pumped. (laughs) We're really pumped about it. I think as soon as I returned uh, to Texas in late 2018, I, you know, I wanted, I wanted to know what was happening with NLC and Texas and being such a huge state, you know, there's so many opportunities to work, uh, with other chapters in other cities. We have five chapters here in Texas. Um, and I'm all about, you know, like take any opportunity to network and build community and get to know people in other places so that you can share resources. Um, and I think actually that's one of the things that this storm proved, like we need those networks. If we would have had an NLC Texas network in place, what could we have done with that to help, um, to help people, uh, get resources or find aid. So the original idea behind NLC Texas, we pulled all the NLC Texas chapter chapter directors together. And for a long time, I think year after year, there's always like been this idea floating like, oh, we should do something together because there's so many of us. But everyone's so busy and nobody ever takes the helm. <laughs> you know, and finally I was like, no, if we're going to do something, if we're going to talk about doing something, then let's do something. So we called the directors together and tossed around a bunch of ideas. And the idea of the NLC Texas working group uh, uh, sort of like floated to the top as um, an organizing body that could engage alumni um, across uh, chapter affiliations in Texas with the initial project being what we're calling the speaker series, which like NLC, like LA Engage is policy focused, um, but it's not sort of a it's not like a fellowship experience. It's, you know, you come and you listen to um, a policy expert talk about a certain issue and how it impacts Texans specifically. Um, because I, th- I felt like there was a need to inform on how policy impacts uh, the lives of Texans in a way that's like different from the rest of the country. Like this energy example is great, right? Like it's an amazing place to start. Another Another good place is labor, you know, the history of labor in Texas, the the labor movement. I mean, my dad is an electrician and he's not part of the union. My mom's a teacher and she's not part of the union. So like I wanted to understand what is the history of the union in Texas and why is it not strong? Why is it not as strong as it is in other places? And what does it mean to be in the union and how does having strong unions impact the progressive movement and what is what what are union priorities now so that was sort of like i was seeking information and thought surely there are other people who are interested in learning about um these things and we can pull folks together so that we're educating as many folks as possible in the nlc family um so that's the first project that the nlc texas working group will take on the speaker series and then we leave it open for the group to think of dream up what else they want to do to benefit the state. Um, so we're in the middle of recruiting that group right now. We have maybe about like 45 folks who will be uh, part of the working group's first meeting on uh, in early March. And um, every chapter is represented, which we're really excited about. Yeah. So that's sort of like the vision for NLC Texas. And this will be accessible to NLC Texas folks only, or could other people drop in who have Texas ties, maybe like podcast hosts who grew up in Houston, stuff like that? <laughs> yes, I'm, I, you should have received a, a, an email. <laughs> you should have received an email. You know, basically, it's if you have Texas ties, if you're from Texas, 
Yeah. If you uh, live in Texas now, or what? But you know, did NLC in another in another state? You're more than welcome to join the working group. Um, you know, it's a, it's about advancing the NLC network in Texas and making it a more powerful organization in Texas. Um, and and anyone who wants to sort of like help us build that is welcome. And so, folks who are listening to this right now who are now panicking that they didn't see the email, what's the best way to get connected to all this? <laughs> they should. Um, they can email me. I'll take. Yeah. I'll take hundreds of emails. It's fine. I'll get <laughs> them eventually. Um, or they can email their uh, their current chapter directors because we've been in close communication about all of that. Um, yeah, happy to loop people in. Yeah. Well, I think my working group suggestion would be let's rank the greatest Houston Rockets basketball. <laughs> That's an exercise. I think that'd be a lot of fun. It would draw a big crowd. Well, we're, you're talking about, you know, when when we get enough people vaccinated and we're cleared to to host, you know, large yeah, in-person yeah. events, yeah. what does a big Texas event look like? Where do we come together? You know, is there a barbecue? You know, is there a mini conference? Is, so which, which city is technically the most central to all the other cities? Uh, is, it, is, it, is it Houston? N- no, I think it's probably still Austin. I think it's always going to be Austin because, yeah. you know, the other thing that the working group wants to uh, wants to have a hand in is how do we build NLC El Paso, right? Oh, yeah. um, um, and El Paso will be like 10 hours from Austin, but everyone else is yeah. within two, two or three hours. So That's Austin- a good point. I mean, you know, we've, we've hit around a lot here. You know, we had NLC Orange County for a minute and then it kind of faded away, but we're kind of the only southern southwestern chapter in la it'd be awesome to kind of push from our coast you push from el paso you start picking up the santa fe's and obviously arizona would make a lot of sense given what's transpired then we should be in vegas we should be in other parts of nevada like these are these are things in a part of the country that i think is ready for nlc and could go pretty fast if you got the right folks involved and excited and interested so that'd be fun to kind of push from from la just Everybody hop on the 10 to start pushing <laughs> and meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Be good. Uh, listen, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for all you're doing. Stay warm, stay safe, stay clean with water that hopefully will flow in a bountiful way. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Zag. Check out all the episodes. There's a lot of them. All the places you get your podcast, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, they're all there. And until next time, we'll catch you soon.